Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. I have some good news. Chris survived a week without me, he and the kids. I was able to go um, at the time of recording. Last week, I went to a personal development, women's only I don't know, workshop, I guess you could call it retreat. Yep. It was in Oregon um, and it was so good. Like it was maybe one of my favorite things I've ever been to. Um, A friend had invited me to it and I didn't know really what I was getting into. And I'm actually going to have, it was with um, Jennifer Finlayson Fife, if you know her work. Um, She's a sex therapist, relationship therapist, and it was so good. Um, I'm going to have her guest here hopefully in a few weeks. So I don't want to go into like a ton of detail of everything that we talked about, but the topic we do want to talk about today is just how powerful I've seen it in my life and Chris and his life of investing in yourself. Okay. Just to back up a bit, would you say we survived or we say we thrived? You thrived. Every morning I would call them at 730 on the way to school. Well, first of all, they were always on the way to school at 730, which sometimes we're like tend to rush to school, but you were always on time. The kids were on time to school every day. They were happy. They were fed. You crushed it. Thanks, Moss. <laughs> and I think it's uh, useful to have your spouse or significant other go away for a week because you realize, wow, this is not easy. Um, Melissa does a ton for us that, that we take for granted. And I would say my mom stepped up in a big <laughs> way. <laughs> well, you just divide. I think you just get into your rhythms and you, yeah, you just divide up like I do the grocery shopping, but I wasn't there. And I tried to like set you up with some food beforehand, but I was gone like Monday through Saturday. So you needed food like later on in the week and you went grocery shopping. <laughs> it's, yeah. I went grocery shopping in the middle of the day on a weekday. I was just crushing it in the grocery store, doing a business call at the same time. <laughs> so this idea of investing in yourself, I, I just I have so many thoughts about it. And I have, you know, my own experience of times where I wasn't willing to invest in myself. And when we say invest in yourself, that could be investing in yourself from a place of just time. It could be investing in yourself you know, financially. But it, here's why I think it's so important from my own experience and, and watching others is when you invest in yourself financially and with time, you are sending a message to yourself that you are worth it. And I don't know something that... yeah, I don't know a whole lot of things that are more powerful than sending a message to you yourself, your own self, that, hey, you're worth investing in. And and I think it, it has this uh, psychological effect, whether we're conscious of it or not, that when you invest time and money into your development or something that's of interest to you, you uh, it signals, well, you must, you must be capable. You must be, you know, committed. You must be worth it. You are likely to make a difference. And I think there's so much power and I think sometimes it can feel selfish. You know, it's one of the things that Melissa and I talked a lot about is there's been times where we haven't invested in ourselves because we thought 
we need to put others first and, and there's a time and place for that. But, but the more you put yourself first, the more you can show up, you know, for others. And I would say one of the first experiences that I had of this, uh, I think we've shared this story one time before, but I had just started my business and a friend of mine who he was a friend and kind of a mentor who was really kind of helping me have the courage and the confidence to go for it in my business. He said, Hey, there's this, there's this uh, two day event happening in Scottsdale and you need to be at it. And it's an investment and it was more money than I'd ever, you know, spent on anything related to my development or my business, much less I, when I heard the price for two days, I, it, it kind of shocked me because I just wasn't used to investing, you know, money like that. The time wasn't as big of a deal. And he said, you got to find a way to get there. And so, and we had, we were just starting our business. We had literally had no money. I think I borrowed $3,000 from this client. And then we scrounged, literally scrounged up money. Like we were digging out, like, do we have any old credit cards with even like a little bit of balance on them? Do we have money in an HSA account that we can pull out? Like... I was, I remember being on the phone with the woman who was taking my payment and she's like, Oh, sorry, that credit card didn't come through. And I'm like, Melissa, we got to find another credit card. And I could tell that the lady was like, should I allow you to come to this event? Like, is this irresponsible of me to allow you to spend like literally your last dime? But the important thing was one that I went, but two, I decided with Melissa and with this friend of mine ahead of time that I'm going to show up at this event and I'm going to show up like I belong there. And, and that, and I did, I showed up very differently than I ever had. And I think one, it was because, because I had invested in myself, I believed I was worthy of being there. And that one event, I think kind of launched my business because I came out of that event with a couple of clients who paid me, I think it was about three times the cost of the event. And in my mind, I was like, I'm in, like, I'm, I'm doing this. And I remember you going in though, with that, with that mindset, like I'm going to create, like, it wasn't out of desperation at all, but it was like. I'm going to create clients out of this. I'm going to show up to this, like you're saying, and I'm going to make my investment back and more. Yeah. Because I think in, in times past, maybe I would have shown up with out of desperation. Like I have to make a couple sales here or I'm, I'm going to be in big trouble. And I think there was a part of me for a long time in my life that I would have tried to finagle my way into the event without having to pay. Like I'd have tried to work something out or get a discount or trade. Yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, and again, I'm, there's nothing wrong with wanting to get a good deal, but sometimes I think the reason I would have wanted to get a discount or do a trade or get a good deal was be, it would, it would have been coming from a place of scarcity. It would have been coming from a place of like, Oh, that's a lot of money. That's too much money. But this was one time where I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to show up to this and I'm going to, I'm going to pay for it. And I think that, that gave me this confidence and again, it sent that like message to myself. I send a message to myself, like, yeah, you belong here. Like you're, you're worthy of an investment like this. And that was the first time I'd ever had that kind of profound experience. And then it kind of started for me becoming a thing where almost like this game, like how much can I invest in myself? Because it seems like every time I do, I show up even more and I have more confidence, but I think it's, it's a hard thing. Like, you can feel really selfish. What was it like for you, Melissa, leading up to that, this most recent event where you're like, man, I'm going to be gone for a week. Like what, what, what all went through your mind around all of that? 
I think our life has shifted a little bit recently. A couple of weeks, I recorded an episode about how our youngest just went to kindergarten. So it didn't feel like in the past, it's felt like overwhelming. Like I remember having thoughts of like, this is way more work than it's worth. Like by the time you get like, right, all the kids schedules, you know, like when you have little kids at home and it's like, okay, we're hiring probably babysitters or doing trades with, with friends, making sure like the baby's schedule is, is lined out. Like it can feel like so much work leading up to it, almost enough to make you like walk away from it. But I think this time, which by the way, every time though, I'm like, okay, that was, it was worth it. But sometimes just leading up to it, it's just an overwhelm making it all, all the pieces fit together for the life to function My mom steps out. But every time I come back, like I can have, I don't know, like I have a little piece of, of something of my own, I guess, like investing in myself. Like I come back being able to have different conversations with the kids and show up to them better. Chris and I are able to have different conversations because I have new ideas and new um, experiences that, that I can come back and, and share. But I think this time it was more like, I was more just excited because Indeed, all the kids are in school, so I knew it would be easy, easier because I wouldn't have to worry about like babysitters and all that during the day. But I, I also, though, even it's probably less, but I still remember even this trip, you were, you felt a little bit selfish and a little bit guilty and man, I'm leaving Chris with all the kids for, so, so I think there's really three things at play. One is investing in yourself requires work. It's going to require sacrifice. And sometimes the work and the sacrifice of it alone is enough to be like, oh, this is just, this, this is too complicated. Like there's too much here to coordinate. It'd just be easier if I didn't do it. Yeah. So, and that can be around so many things. And we just had this, you know, this, this upcoming weekend, Melissa is going to go to Utah to film with three families that have been through family brand, the program and to, and all of them have their family values hanging in their home on their wall framed you know what we call your family brand wall and just three amazing families. And so we really want to go up and film with them and, have them share their experience of family brand and get some testimonials. But then I'm also the same day flying to San Diego for some business meetings. And last night, Melissa and I were just about to pull the plug on it and just say like, let's not do any of it, you know, because it started getting complex. It started getting complicated. And I think also we want to make sure like I was gone last week. So I want to make sure that our kids and like how they're doing is at the top of our, of our radar and so we were really looking at that too. Like our kids, how are our kids doing? Is it okay if we step out for a couple more days? Yeah. And one of the things that we've started a little bit sidebar, but I think sometimes one of the things that justifies um, a business trip or something like this is occasionally Melissa and I will take one of the kids. So Melissa is going to take one of our daughters with her and kind of create a one-on-one trip. I'm going to take one of our sons. And obviously you don't want to do that every time. Like the women's retreat Melissa went to, it's like, that's time for her to be alone with just her, you know? But then last night we were like, we were about to pull the plug on all of it. And then we're like, hold on. Like, is this something that's important to us? Is it meaningful to us? Like, do we want to do this? It's like, yeah. It's like, okay, well then it's going to come with some inconvenience. It's going to come with some sacrifice. It's going to be. So I think that alone a lot of times stops us from investing in ourselves. It's just hard. I think you said there were three things. Was that the first one? Yeah, that was the first one. Okay. Now I'm completely forgetting <laughs> the other two. Well, oh, and then I think that another thing is you just feel selfish sometimes. So one is it just can be hard. Two is it can feel selfish. And then three, I think we make up a lot of stories about money. And 
and I know that for a long time, the thing that prevented me from investing in myself, almost no, no matter the dollar amount, was like, ah, it's a lot of money. And I think we've got to somehow figure out over time how to interrupt that like story we have about money. And it's been a lot of work, I think, for Melissa and I to really see money as the ability to like invest in myself, not an expense, but like it's an investment that will provide an ROI. And sometimes you may not have the money right away to go do that retreat or that workshop or get your yoga certification or you know whatever it is, or start that little website for your business. You might not have the money right then, but you can still have the mindset of like, oh, like I don't have the money now, but I'm going to create it because this is important to me. But I feel like if the first thought you have when it comes to investing yourself, which I've had before, if the very first thought is, oh, that's expensive, it takes you down a very different path where you're almost, you almost start looking for reasons to justify why you shouldn't do it. Whereas when you think of getting that certification or going to that course or that retreat or, you know, building that new website, if the first thought is, okay, like, what do I got to do to create the money? Like one puts you in a creation and that's likely to happen. One puts you in this path of, yeah, you start justifying why it wouldn't be a good idea. So I think those are really useful things to look at. One, it's going to be hard a lot of times and it's going to be inconvenient to invest in yourself, but don't let that be a reason to not do it. Two, it's going to feel selfish, but the reality is the more whole and fulfilled you are, the better you show up for everyone, like including yourself. So it's like, it's not selfish. It's actually... In some ways, I think it's really unselfish to invest in yourself, as weird as that might sound to some people, because you actually have more to contribute to others. And then third, you're going to have stories that come up. Like, I, oh, I can't afford this. This is so much money. My, my wife would kill me. My husband would get so mad. Like, but those are, those are not reasons to stop. They are speed bumps, but you're going to have to navigate through them. Yeah. I think too, one a one-liner that I took away from from the retreat this past week was she said, growth is often uncomfortable. And I think also that comes up too. It's like, well, this would be a little bit, it might be scary. It might be uncomfortable whether that, but let me back up a second. Whether, so whether that's like, um, you know, say you're, you're in a job that you've been in for 10 years, like that gets to feel like very comfortable, you know, exactly what's expected of you or say, like in my case, I basically stepped out of the workforce to, I used to work as an, as a nurse, but after we had our, I've worked very minimally, but even after we had like our youngest, I haven't worked at all um, outside of, outside of the home, outside of what we're doing with family brands. So the thought of, um, and family brands only been the last couple of years. So the thought of like, so I'm very, I was very comfortable, like at home taking care of the kids. So the thought of, you know, doing something different can feel like very uncomfortable. Like I remember I did this, it was like a series. I've talked about it before. It was like a series of, I don't know what you would call it. It was like a transformational. It was like personal development, personal leadership. development leadership thing. Yeah. That was like probably three years ago. And I remember the first time I went, I, was so nervous to like get on the, get to the airport by myself. I don't think I had like Chris and I got married when I was 20. I've done everything with him. So the thought of doing the airport by myself, I mean, I was in my mid thirties at that point and I had never been to the airport by myself. So the thought of going to the airport and finding out where I needed to be making sure I had like the right documents and then finding the right 
you know, making sure I got to my right gate or whatever. And then you're, you had, you did an Airbnb by yourself. Yeah, I did an Airbnb by, my, by myself, and then I was, and then I was trying to, I needed to coordinate like some type of a rideshare. I think I can't, I can't remember what I used, but just all of that was brand new, and it like felt uncomfortable. Like I'm gonna get in this car with this stranger, and it was just confronting all of it. But I do see that anytime something feels uncomfortable, I mean, there's always those situations where it's like that feeling is like a stop, do not proceed. But usually it's like, oh, this is a little bit scary, but good growth always comes from doing things a little bit scary and uncomfortable for me, at least. Yeah. What's interesting about that too, for those of you listening who know Melissa, you know this, for those who don't, Melissa is like the most capable person I've ever met. Like she can figure out anything. Like thank you. <laughs> house projects, power tools, changing bike tires, finding directions. Like I really, Melissa occurs to me as like, oh yeah, she can do anything. She's, she's far more capable than me, you know, like around a lot of things, even around the house. <laughs> so what's interesting is for you to like, even if you really think about it, it's totally those concerns in, in some ways are like totally unfounded. Yeah. Meaning like you are absolutely going to be able to navigate the airport. You're going to absolutely be able to navigate, getting to the right gate, finding your Airbnb, the Uber, because you've done way more challenging, difficult things. But because, but that still doesn't change the fact that it is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It doesn't change the fact that it is new. But I think sometimes when we feel that discomfort, it can turn into, it really quickly can turn into a story of like, I can't do this. But when you really step back and look at it objectively, it's like, oh, I, I can totally do this. But I think a lot of times we, we, we talk our, so we let the discomfort talk us out of proceeding forward with like something that is important to us to invest in. And so I actually think that's a difference. I think that's a fourth one. So one is, it's just going to be complicated sometimes. It's just going to take a lot of work and navigation and coordination. So that stops us from investing in ourselves. Two, we said is, you know, it feels selfish sometimes. Three, you know, the, the story about money. Um, but then four, yeah, this, it can feel uncomfortable. And it wasn't just the navigating the airport. If, if, if from what you told me, that part of it, it's also, I've never gone and done a personal development thing on my own. Um, and, and like the nature of that was you, you had to get way outside your comfort zone and participate in activities and have conversations that you're not used to having. So every year as a family, we come up with a word for the year that we kind of want to embody. And this year, our word is embrace. And then we usually try to find a couple quotes around the word. And for us, um, embrace this year meant like, you know, embrace, embrace being uncomfortable. Like we're, we're, we're moving to a new town. We're meeting new people embrace uh being prepared so there was a couple others but but we came up with two quotes and ivy picked one of them that she really liked and so one of the one of the quotes that we say every morning with our values is embrace life's challenges and let it transform you into the best version of yourself and then the other one is great things never came from comfort zones so as you were talking about oh, yeah getting uncomfortable it's like great things usually don't come from comfort zones but i think sometimes just because it feels scary doesn't mean it's that's not a sign to not do it. It's like, no, it just feels scary because it is scary. And new. I think anything new has a nature of like unknown. Yeah. But yeah, the, I would agree with Melissa. There's never been something I've come back from when I've invested in myself that I don't feel like I, that. I don't feel like I come back a better husband, a better father, better entrepreneur, just a better human being. And it doesn't mean that all of those things weren't in the way. Like it doesn't mean it wasn't hard. It doesn't mean that I 
that I didn't feel selfish. It doesn't mean that I questioned the money, the time. It doesn't mean that it wasn't uncomfortable. It's like, it's all of that. And. Yeah. Okay. So this week, what's something that you have been wanting to do or thinking about doing, or maybe just comes up on your radar this week that you want to do and, and maybe like, let that be, let, let, let that be the end of it. Like I want to do this and you know, I'm going to, you'll have to sift through like a lot of these things. Like it's too complicated. Feels selfish. Yeah. I would actually say find that thing. And then I would be willing to bet there's one of these stories in particular. That's the biggest roadblock. Maybe there's a little bit of all of them, but there's probably one in particular. And just real quick, what are some things that we've heard even just in the last few months from people that they're like, you know, I remember we had a woman who's like, oh, I, I, I would love to become a yoga instructor. And it's not like a little like, it's like no calling. Yeah. It was like a passion that she had. Yeah. We've heard from people who are like, you know, I'd love to start my own business. I'd love, we heard from a woman recently, I'd love to become a life coach. Hmm. It's like, we seem like we regularly are hearing from community families within the family brand community where there's a husband, the husband, the wife. So it's like, I'd love to leave my job. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, you can, you can, whatever's required, like whatever investment to invest in yourself. Like, yeah, start on, start on the path. Or sometimes it's not even like a thing like that. It's like, I just, I just want to go invest in me Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have any certification or business or anything attached to it. So, so your thing, you're saying, let's identify that thing you've been thinking about and then maybe identify the story that's standing in the way the most. Yeah. And then go sign up for the thing or take a step towards, you know, the launch of that website or, or whatever it is. Let this be your week. Thank you so much for listening to the Family Brand Podcast. To say thank you, we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you. You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they want to be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple and we want to share it with you. So if you go to familybrand.com forward slash free, you can download the how to take back your family's time guide. And I can promise you, it'll give you more confidence and more peace in your life than your family. One last thing. We feel so inspired when we hear from families that we are making a difference for them. We would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating and a review on the podcast so we can reach even more amazing families. We truly believe that the way we change the world is one family at a time.